Welcome to Inside the Nest, where today we speak with Imani Johnson of the Kennesaw State women's basketball team after she set the A-Sun record with 45 points in the first round matchup at Liberty. I'm Nolan Alexander, and I appreciate you joining us today. I want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. Fifth Third Bank, working hard to make banking a fifth third better. Visit 53.com for more information. What was so incredible about her performance was the fact that it was the second time in less than a week that she had played Liberty. In the previous matchup, which was a Monday, she scored 11 points. That Saturday, 45 points on the road. She almost had a double-double with nine assists. Also chipped in five steals as well, so all around an incredible performance. We go inside her mind to see what it was like as the game progressed, what really ignited her run early on. We also catch up to see how she's doing right now trying to stay in shape, also balancing learning online, and then spending time with her family as well. So let's go Inside the Nest with Amani Johnson. Amani, thank you for being with us here on Inside the Nest. Where are you joining us from right now? I am joining you from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And you're staying healthy and safe too? Yes, haven't left the house. What's that been like for you? Uh, it's been kind of boring, but also fun. I've got to spend a lot of time with my family, um, which I haven't really got to do a lot because of being at school and not coming home for breaks every time because of basketball. So it's just been really fun to think of all the creative stuff we've got to do. We've played cornhole, we've gone on hikes and walks and stuff that we normally wouldn't do, but since we're stuck just together, we've had to make some stuff work. How's your shot in cornhole? Um, it's spotty. I usually miss the board completely or get it right in, so not very consistent. <laughs> Have you tried shooting it like a basketball as opposed to the underhand toss? Um, no, I actually haven't. I don't, I feel like that's not really like the, the way to go, but I mean, maybe since I play basketball, it would work for me. I was just surprised to hear that you weren't on target every single time. I thought you'd be a dynamic cornhole player. I'm, I'm decent, but I'm really not that good. I, I'm not that good at like basket, like tossing, like a shooting a piece of paper into a garbage can. Like I can play actual basketball, but like little games like that or like a hoop that's on the wall, like in your house, I'm like terrible at that. I have no clue why. So noted, I stand a chance one-on-one -on -one against you. It has to be off the basketball court, though. Yes, <laughs> that would be your best bet. Tell us about your family. How big is it? Who are you close with? Um, I have an older brother who's about to be 27. Um, he lives on his own and has a son. Um, and then here in my house is me, my mom, my dad, and my sister. And we're in quarantine, so we're all pretty close. Um, and that's, oh, and my dog, Roxy, and my cat, Mama. Full house, it sounds like. Yes. What's been your favorite thing to eat since you've been home? Hmm, um, really just my parents cooking. My dad's been cooking a lot. Um, he made crab cakes. Um, he's fried some fish. 
Um, so really just all the homemade meals. I had sloppy joes that my mom made. So it's just been a lot of home-cooked meals that I kind of missed, that I didn't realize I missed. That sounds so good. When all this is over, you think they're going to send some extra back with you and I can have one or two? Probably not. They send me <laughs> stuff when I first got here when I was a freshman. And now the package is slowly dwindle and dwindle. And I'm like, Mom, you never sent me anything. Uh, we saw you were ace on freshman of the year. You can take care of yourself. What about as far as school goes right now? How have you been able to balance distant learning? Um, it hasn't been too challenging. I think the hardest is just being motivated to like actually take time from sitting on the couch <laughs> to open my computer, make sure I'm checking my planner so I don't miss any assignments. It's just really the motivation that I feel like I'm lacking. Um, but I've been figuring it out and this week. I've really been buckling down and getting a lot of work done because I have some tests and quizzes coming up. What about exercising and trying to stay in shape? Are you still letting your body recover from this past season or have you moved on to off-season conditioning? No, um, as soon as I got home, well, really still at school, I was working out a little bit just um, in the dorm when I, all this happened, school was closed. And then when I found out I had to go home, um, our wait staff has been incredible in sending us workouts and <clears throat> just things we can do to stay active here. So I've been working out basically every day, um, whether it's running or doing circuit type workouts or the workouts that they sent for us. Um, the time for recovery is kind of passed now. We just need to keep moving forward and get better, stronger with what we have, which is kind of challenging because we don't have actual, well, I don't have actual like weights in my house. So I've been using that same cornhole board for like weight and using the bag of fertilizer for weight to do squats. So that's been kind of fun too, just finding ways to be creative and still work out. Do you get any looks from your neighbors? Um, no, my neighbors haven't really come outside. I live in kind of like a neighborhood that has a lot of older people. Um, but if I happen to pass them, they're just like, oh, good job, Imani. And they, they like me and they knew that like I play basketball and stuff. So they're just like, good job, good job. I'm like, thanks, I needed that. <laughs> and that support always helps. Yes. Looking back at this past season, it was an awesome one for you. It was another step in the right direction for your team. What are your thoughts on this past year? What do you think went well? What are some of your favorite memories and what goals are you going to set for next year? Uh, I think this season was, honestly, it was awesome. I think we had to overcome a lot of obstacles and trials and tribulations. Um, but I think that this season, um, we kind of pushed over the hump I feel like last season we kind of got stuck with the hump that we weren't necessarily winning close games. Um, things just weren't falling in our favor. And I think that this year we really stepped up. We had um, way more wins, double-digit win season. So I think that, that it just was really a breakthrough. And I think a lot of people came into their own, like Pool really proved how dominant she was. Um, we had Hoover move to the one, I moved to the two. So we kind of had to learn new roles. And it was just a huge experiment basically for everybody and it turned out awesome. And I think it wasn't what any of us expected, but it turned out to be great. And it's propelling us, it's gonna propel us to next season. We're gonna bring in the freshmen and right now summer school is canceled. So they're not gonna get the chance to bond with us and grow there. But when we get back in the fall, uh, we are taking off. I wanna to get to your game against Liberty in just a moment, but you started off talking about your teammate, Alexis Poole, and how dominant she became. What do you think really flipped the switch for her this year? We know she's been a great basketball player. 
But as you said, she kind of took it to another level once A Sun Play started. What do you think instigated that? Um, I think her just working hard in practice and um, seeing that she can be dominant here with us. Um, and then just ha having our confidence. I mean, we throw it into her, throw it into her, throw it into her. And it was a big part of our um, game plan, um, as everyone can see. We just give it to Poe and let her work and just be an option for her if it doesn't work out for her. Um, and us create and get her open. And it, it just, we play off each other really well as a team. Like we get into her, back out, into her, back out. And I think just our coaches having a lot of faith in her and us having that faith in her as well really just gave her the confidence that she could do whatever she wanted. And she did, and she took over sometimes, and it was awesome. She had a great game in the first round matchup at Liberty as well, but you were the highlight with 45 points. That set an A-Sun postseason record. It set Kennesaw State's Division I single game record. But what I find most interesting about all of that, Imani, was the fact that you were playing Liberty for the second time in the week. You played Liberty on Monday, and then you go play the Flames on the road. In that first game against Liberty in the regular season finale, you had 11 points, which there's nothing to scoff at. But how does someone go from 11 points to taking over a game and scoring at will seemingly with 45 points? How did that happen? Um, I think it was a lot of things. I, I think I was frustrated that we let Liberty slip away both times we played them. I feel like that's a great team, but it was someone that we should have beat one of the three times. So I think going into the third time, I really wanted that to be it. And I was going to do whatever I could to make sure that that happened. I think another part of it was um, a couple of days before that game, we had the postseason banquet where they gave out awards and honors and I didn't make first or second team all conference and we have a lot of really good players in our conference so I'm not mad about it but I was a little bit mad about it just because it was something that I really wanted um, for myself and for the team to get another person on first or second team so I think just part of that and then they had to switch up their game plan against Poole because she was so dominant against them the first two times that it just kind of all fell into place for me. We would like to take this time to thank our proud partner, Coca-Cola, for being the beverage choice of KSU Athletics events. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Inside the Nest is also brought to you by The Indy, Kennesaw's newest student house community. The Indy is now accepting applications for the fall of 2020. Visit www.livetheindy.com for more information. See what elevated student housing looks like. This is Inside the Nest with Amani Johnson. Let's get back to the interview. Going into the game, the postseason game at Liberty, was the game plan involving you changed much more? Did you expect going in that maybe because of what happened the previous game, I'm going to get more opportunities? Um, no, our game plan was the same that we usually go into, just pressure up defense, um, same offensive sets that we usually run, get into pull. Um, but I think just the way we started off, um, with the fast break, I think I threw to Charlie, and then I think I had one or two pull-up jump shots just immediately off the bat. And then I think from there, it was kind of like, oh, Monty's ready today. And then I just, like I said, my team kept giving me the ball just out of trust and out of I was getting open, and then I was connecting on uh, a lot of my opportunities. So we, it never really was said to change the game plan, but it was kind of just 
You know, we have this thing, feed the beast, whoever's on fire, um, let them be on fire and let until their fire goes out. And it just so happened that I had the fire that day and my teammates had enough trust in me and support that they just kept feeding me the ball. And of course we still tried to get the ball in the pool. She had 18 points. Um, she definitely did her part and she got a lot of rebounds and stuff to make up for when I missed shots, everybody else missed shots. So it was, it was really just uh, everyone playing into what was working for us. How important is it in your game to make a few shots early on and develop that rhythm? Uh, I think for me, it's very important because um, I think sometimes we come out a little bit slow and with pool coming off the bench um, as sixth man, it's important for someone to get a spark started. So sometimes like it, it might be Charlie um, with some fast breaks or just getting inside to her uh, or sometimes it's me or whoever, but I don't think it necessarily for me personally is a big deal, but just that somebody is that spark at the beginning of the game and starting off hot. What's it like as a player knowing that maybe you make your first handful of shots and you think, okay, I'm already at double digits. It, does it go through your mind what your point total is? Do you feel like you're on your way to a big day or is it something that maybe doesn't hit you to after the game or halftime or a media timeout? Um, so actually in that game, I, I could tell I was scoring a lot, but I wasn't really paying attention because I was so hyper-focused on the game. But they have at Liberty the score and each player's points up on the board. So I was casually looking up there while we were playing just to see. And I realized I was close to 20 points like before halftime. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, it, it, I felt like I was making shots, but sometimes I look up and I'm like, oh, I only have six points. I feel like I made every shot. And then some, then that time I looked up and I was like, wow, I really have made a lot of shots. It, like, I have a lot of points here. But I wasn't really thinking, like, this could be the best game of my life. Because you never know. I could not score again in the second half because they stepped their defense up. Um, so, really, the second half, I kind of forgot about it. We were just so focused on making adjustments and trying to win that I was just doing what I was doing. And then I was actually shooting a free throw in, I guess, the fourth quarter. And um, I think it was when I hit 39 or it might have been 40. And Peyton Lewis came up behind me when I was on the free throw line after I made the first one that gave me a high five. She was like, dude, you have like 40 points right now. And I was like, what? And I like looked up and I was like, oh my gosh, I do. And then I think it went to a timeout and then everybody was like, Amani, like you're playing incredible, blah, blah, blah. But then it was also like, okay, good job, but we need to focus and get this win. Well, you actually scored more in the second half than you did in the first half. You had 25 in the second half, or yeah, 25 in the second half, 20 in the first half. In your career playing basketball, obviously this is KSU's single game high, but playing high school and travel ball, had you ever had a game like this before? I actually, in a playoff game in high school, uh, scored 47, which kind of sucked because I had missed free throws and stuff, that, so I really could have had 50. But it was, yeah, it was kind of similar to this. Um, it was a playoff game, and we had people hurt that were, like, essential parts of our team because my high school team only had, like, eight players on a good day. We, it was kind of rough. We never knew if everyone was going to show up or whatever. Um, we had people hurt. Um, our big six-foot girl was hurt, and I just, we, I think we won by, like, 10 or something. But it was just, like, I, we needed the points. So I was, like, just going and going and going. And then after, I was, like, the same thing. I was like, wow, I had that many points. I think it's so cool that you were a complete player in that game. You had nine assists and five steals, almost a double-double, very close to being within target range of a triple-double. 
How do the other parts of your game, the assists and the defensive efforts with the steals, help lead to scoring for you? I wanted that double-double. I had no clue. And then I saw the stat sheet after. And I came in the locker room. I was like, guys, I had nine assists. And the great thing about our team is everybody was like, oh, my gosh, I missed that one lap. Oh, I missed that one shot. So it was really awesome um, for them to be like, dang, I wish we could have got that for you, Imani. Because, I mean, it's as many times as I can pass the ball, it doesn't matter if um, – if it's a good pass or not, they have to make it. And I think that it, it felt really good for them. Everyone take accountability and be like, oh, I missed this, I missed that. Because it just shows like a team and we all want what's best for each other. Like they were like, yeah, you had 45 points, but if you would have had a double-double too, that would have been even more awesome. So um, my team's really awesome in that aspect that they that we always want the best for each other, no matter who it is. Um, but I think just being able to do uh, more than just score is important for anybody's game. And luckily, um, I have other aspects of my game, like the steals that definitely propelled me and my team. Um, getting a steal can be a game changer and it leads to fast break points for me or fast break points for the my teammates. And then same with assists. Um, it, it's, it's hard to get assists. You have to dish the ball right at the right time or you have to have really good shooters. And I think that I have trust in my teammates when I pass the ball. I don't care if they miss it four times. I'll pass it the fifth time if they're open. And I think that they'll make the fifth one. And it showed in that game. Um, I had a lot of dish-offs. Um, I think I had some assists on some threes. So I just – my team really stepped up and tried to, you know, do what they could. It was another game in which you played 40 minutes. On the season through 29 games, you averaged just under 39 minutes a game. How tired are you after games? Immediately after the games, I'm like not tired at all. I'm like, I, I could play three overtimes. I'm ready. Let's wow. like keep playing. But then after like I change and take a shower and then I'm like, I need to eat right now. And then I'm going to sleep. Nobody call me tomorrow morning. So <laughs> it's kind of like right after I could like go run still. But then like 20, 30 minutes, an hour, I'm like a zombie. We'd like to take a moment to thank our healthcare partner, Wellstar Health System. At Wellstar, their mission is to enhance the health and well-being of every person they serve. Their vision is to deliver world-class healthcare to every person, every time. A reminder, Inside the Nest is available on your favorite podcast platform. If you haven't already, take a moment to subscribe and rate this podcast as we continue to drop a new episode every single week. This is Inside the Nest with Amani Johnson. Let's finish up her story. What do you do as far as taking care of your body the day or two after a game? And then as far as nutrition goes, I mean, go on ahead, splurge yourself after playing 40 minutes on the floor. But in the days afterward, is there certain uh, things that you want to try to eat as far as your diet goes to be able to get back on the floor there soon? Um, as far as physical recovery, um, I usually get with Faith immediately after the game, and she asks, like, are you okay? I saw you might have stepped funny on this. Uh, how do your legs feel? How do your hamstrings, quads, whatever? And then she'll tell me a treatment plan for the next day, like come in an hour before practice, and we'll work on this, cupping, um, soft tissue work, just stretching, rolling out, whatever. Um, so Faith, our trainer's really awesome and obviously knows how much I play and the needs of everyone on our team, but tries to – make us all fit in so we can get the proper treatment that we need. Um, Cause we usually play Saturday, Monday. So it's like a quick turnaround on Sunday. Plus we usually have practice. Well, we always have practice. Um, so it, it, we have to make sure that we're ready to go um, for Monday. Um, but as far as eating wise, 
after the game sometimes we go out to eat with friends or um like people's families come i might get an invite every once in a while it's nice to, uh, since my family's usually not there because um, they're so far away or just hit up the commons sometimes or just eat something at the house i'm not uh i don't have a huge priority on what i eat right after the game but the next day since it's like a recovering day and then we play again um faith likes us to eat you know like pasta or something before the game really just avoid bad food our coaches and um faith aren't that strict about what we eat as long as it's not like junk like no not pizza and wings on sunday for lunch stuff like that well when you're at home and you get to go to the commons what's your go-to in the buffet lines what do you hit up um i like the main line like the i don't really know what it's called but the one that has like the main food options but you know this semester i was a little disappointed they were missing some of my favorites you never had sweet potatoes one time when i was there and i love when they have sweet potatoes um but i'm all, always good for hitting up the soup sometimes they have clam chowder which is pretty good and if that doesn't work out then i do slide over to the pizza and the garlic knots that's my usually my last resort the pizza and garlic knots can't go wrong there well, when we're able to come back to campus, I hope they've got some sweet potatoes, a nice cup of clam chowder, and a delicious pizza waiting for you. I hope so, too. <laughs> so this past season, obviously a lot of success for your team that you touched on getting double-digit wins, finishing strong. And you only lose a couple of players, so a strong nucleus comes back with the addition of the freshman class. But with the two players lost, the two seniors – can you touch on them? What do they mean to this team? And what was your relationship with the two? Our seniors meant a lot to us this year. I think more than we thought they would. Um, Simi, uh, she's a super, super senior. This is like her sixth year of basketball, which never happens. Um, but we were so happy to have her back for another year. Um, she transferred here. So her first year playing was my first year playing. She was here the year before me, but she had to redshirt because the transfer rules, whatever. So it was kind of cool that I came in with the senior in a way. Um, and we call her our grandma. She's, um, she means a lot to our team. She's always like making sure we're okay. The coaches need something done. She's the first person. She's like, okay, I'll handle it. Like we just, we really listen to her. Like she's our mom or our grandma. Like if Simi says do something, we're like, oh, okay. And if Simi gets mad and yells, we're like, oh my gosh, like we have like upset her. Like, what do we do? We need to get it together. Um, and then Charlie, Charlie was, my time here was never really outgoing per se and um I wasn't ever really close to her personally but this year by just how the cards shuffled she ended up being my roommate so we got really really close um and that's like one of my best friends uh it was so awesome I mean she makes pasta all the time at home not for us just for her but um she's taught us a couple things so I'll give her that um and it's just so cool just living with her and becoming close with her this year and just what they both brought as far as leadership and on the court um, and just knowing what the coaches want and expect and just handling things that need to be handled. They were a huge part of our team. And I think that going into this season, I wouldn't have expected um, since they're older than me, I didn't have great relationships with them that I, that it would mean so much to lose them, but it was, it was really hard senior day and saying bye to them. And then, with the whole school closing and everything and Charlie being from Italy, which is basically on lockdown. Um, it was stressful for her trying to figure out how she was going to get home or if she was going to be stuck here until like this whole quarantine thing happens. So um, we ended up staying in the dorm together, like two extra weeks. Cause I was just, I could have went home, but I was waiting for her um, 
to make sure that she had somewhere to go. I thought maybe she was have to come home with me if she couldn't go back to Italy, but she made it back home and we got to spend like our last um, two, three weeks together, basically just us in the dorm. And um, it's hard, it was hard saying bye to her because she's going back to Italy and who knows when we'll see her again. I believe we will at some point. I hope I can go visit her. Um, but Simi, we know is gonna be here next year because she's in grad school. So we're not really losing her as, we're losing her as a part of the team, but not as a part of the family. So that makes it better. What all did you and Charlie talk about and do to entertain yourselves over those last couple of weeks that she was here and you were in the dorm? We binge watched Love is Blind, the TV show on um, Netflix in literally two days. And we had both heard about it and neither of us watched it. And one day she was like, you want to watch Love is Blind? And I was like, sure. So we hooked up the computer which had Netflix on it to the HDMI cord to her TV and literally lay in her bed. And we watched like seven episodes the first day and then five or however many episodes were left the second day. We literally watched it in two days. It was crazy. And we played like some games, listened to music, just like had our own little party. There was a couple people left at school. So we got to hang out with men's basketball a little bit before they left. But Towards the end, it was really, it felt like it was just us two left. So we just really got to spend time together before having to say bye, which was kind of sad. Amani, we appreciate your time on Inside the Nest today. We're so glad that you're staying safe and healthy, and it's been a lot of fun to look back on that Liberty game in this season as well. To end it, you have an open floor. Is there anything you'd like to say to your teammates, KSU fans, or anyone else tuning in? Um, I just want to say first thank you to you for having me on this uh, podcast. It's been really cool and kind of gives a sense of being back at school um, with everybody there just because it's something that we would normally do if we were at school. So it, it's it's fun to kind of imagine that environment. And then just a thank you to the administration because I know that they're working really hard to make sure all the athletes um, have the best resource that they can have. And all this is not what we expected to be happening right now. So I know that they're working really hard. So we really appreciate them, A.D. Milton and everybody in the um, athletic administration office. Um, and then just to all the fans, um, I hope that we all realize, and me including myself, because I'm a fan of basketball, all our KSU sports, um, how much we miss basketball and just sports in general. Um, and that I hope that since we've missed it so much that we can really show out coming in the fall, starting with soccer and football seasons and um, even cross country, all the fall sports. Uh, I hope that we can show out for everybody and then carry that through the whole year and just really make this a great year of supporting each other um, and just supporting Kennesaw State athletics um, and just just having that support, just knowing how much like we possibly took sports for granted now that we don't have them. I hope that we realize like, we only have four years here, so let's make the best and pack every stadium, every event, every um, sporting activity that there is. Kamani, awesome words. Thank you again for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you back on campus here soon. Thank you. You too. I hope you enjoy that from Amani Johnson. She is a very well-spoken student athlete and an excellent representation of the 1KS community. Inside the Nest is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. Fifth Third Bank, working hard to make banking a Fifth Third better. Visit 53.com for more information. If you enjoyed Inside the Nest with Imani Johnson, we've got plenty more telling the stories of our student-athletes available on your favorite podcast platform and on ksuals.com slash podcasts. 
I'm Nolan Alexander. Thank you for joining us today. Again, if you have an idea for a guest, tweet me at Nolan R. Alexander or send me an email in Alexa29 at Kennesaw.edu. Stay healthy, stay safe, and go out.